everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Welcome back to Cox and You're still on this, huh? You're still on this. Yeah. So, Crendor's been throat singing. Mongolian. I, I'm sorry. Mongolian throat singing. Yeah. As if there was any other. <laughs> that New Jersey throat singing. Hey, you guys. Can you imagine? All right. You're in the. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. in. The, <laughs> you're in like huh? the the medieval ages or something. You're just chilling in your hut, making a fire, <laughs> having a soup. Are we Mongolian? What? what and are you we hear right the now? Mongolian Whoa, horn. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're just chilling in your hut. And you hear like, but like all in harmony of like a thousand Mongolian horse riders. <laughs> It'd be like cicadas. I'm telling you. <laughs> It'd be like a weird cicada army, but they got cro- they got archers on horses. The funniest part is what I'm picturing. I guarantee is not what you're picturing. <laughs> what? Like a cicada army? What about Mongolians on think- cicadas? That'd be that'd be worse. That'd be like, and then like, it'd be the worst noise. People, they'd never be able to take any hostages because people have run days in advance. They already have left the village. People be like, ah, oh, damn, Mongolians are coming again. All right, pack up, kids. They'll be here in a week. <laughs> just in the distance, like, <laughs> did they just like do that for fun, or was that their actual war cry? See, I thought where you were gonna go with the story is imagine you were in a hut. And then you just start, you said to yourself, like, what if we start making weird noises with our throat? <laughs> oh. I want to know the origin. There's got to be, hold on, I'm looking at this. Yeah, up. there's, there's got to be, be an, an origin, origin story. Mongolian, not barbecue, throat singing. <laughs> wow, that's right under barbecue. Tuvan throat singing? That's close enough. Yeah. Well, there's origin. a bunch of, oh, there's the chest voice. <gasps> Ooh. Chest voice? That's like what TV is. I'm does. talking, yes, chest voice. Yeah, it's just TB. He's like, Oh, oh, like I can't even... Hello, everyone. My voice is coming from my chest now. (laughs) See? I like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. I don't... I don't see where it comes from, though. Animalistic worldview. Objects of nature. Uh, An example is the Mongolian story of the waterfall above the Deer River, where mysterious harmonic sounds are said to have attracted deer. And where it says harmonic sounds first revealed itself to people. Indeed, the cultures in this part of Asia have developed many instruments and techniques to mimic those sounds. Oh, so maybe that's where it came from? Oh. Maybe they were trying to mimic the sounds of, of nature or harmonic yeah, sounds? that sounds like it'd be a real thing. Yeah. I just wish there was a, you know, like a cool story that a, a long time ago, a man named Phil... <laughs> Phil the Mongolian <laughs> was like traveling and he met a ancient dragon named Steve, Steve the Dragon <laughs> of Mongolia. And yeah, Steve the Mongolian dragon. <laughs> and they they you know like I want a mystical story. I don't want like truthfully we believe that the harmonic sounds were <laughs> first revealed to the people by nature yeah. and the waters that sure okay, but that's not like a cool story. I feel like that's in, that's the entirety of humanity. 
It's like really boring stories. Yeah, really boring up with cool stories stuff. covered by cool, like crazy shit. It's like uh, we have arms because uh, you know we need them. <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah. like no, we got arms to fight off the aliens from eight thousand BC that invaded. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And there's gonna be one person yeah. who's like, we did, we did have arms to fight the aliens. Speaking of crazy stories that uh, cover up a little bit more boring stuff, I went and saw King Arthur. Oh, yeah, I heard that was uh, bad. Here's the thing. I disagree. I actually really what? enjoyed it. And you know why I enjoyed it? Why? It straight up is like, imagine Sam Strippin. Okay. Discovering he's a witcher, getting all of his chavvy boys from London town in all a right. gang, and then going out to fight a demon. That's yeah. straight up what the movie is. <laughs> it was really entertaining. I wouldn't say it's good. I wouldn't say it's like a great film, it's like but it was super entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those like B grade. It's good because it's bad. Yeah. Like some things happen. I was like, what the hell? Okay. Whatever. It straight up is. It's. It, I think it's the closest I'll ever get to see to seeing the Witcher on the big screen. Yeah. Like he, the minute he pulls out that sword, he has magical powers. He's like flinging dudes through the air with the sword and like, it looks cool as hell. And I was like, all right, oh. I'm into this movie. The best part was is. I thought it was going to be a loneless theater. Because you're right. Everyone said it was shit. Everyone said it was crappy. Yeah. I was in the theater. It was myself. Maybe 30 other people. Not a crowded theater. Yeah. But all 30 of them were going ham on this movie. At one point, <laughs> he fights off like a dozen dudes. And he finally, you know, one of those moments where he, he learns his powers. And in the background, everyone's like, yeah! Oh, damn! And I was like, this is the greatest movie-watching experience I've ever had. I was so happy to be in this theater. Everyone was jamming on this film. Every time anything happened that was even remotely cool, this lady in the back would go, oh! And I loved her for it. Like, the fact it was that so she, good. Just, she doesn't even care what anyone thinks of her. She's just giving her genuine reactions to the movie. Right? That... Our dear friend Davis, that is him. <laughs> every every time we see any comic book, anything, really any movie that excites him, he will get so excited that he un- he stand up and he'll be like, oh my God, and he'll like do a little dance. He'll be like, did you see that? And everyone just looks at him and just accepts that's who he is. And then every once in a while, stare over at his girlfriend. And she'll be like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> he just I reminds love it. me I of love a big, it. he's just a big kid. Yes, I want to get back to that. I would love to just appreciate things on that level and get so excited. Like I can get excited about stuff, but I'll never be, oh man, ah, it's so good. I'll never be that way. Oh yeah, I never, I never will either. I don't think I ever was, to be honest. I feel like it was beaten out of me probably in high school when it became uncool to enjoy things. Yeah. I think that's, for me, I think that's when it ended, when I was just like, I can't be into stuff because if I if I like things, then people will think I'm lame and I'm trying to see vaginas, so I guess I'll have to be boring now. See, my trick was I was always boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, you were gifted this power. <laughs> That's true. You didn't have to earn it. You have to work for it. You were gifted that power. Yeah. And then my excitement, you know, it's just the little things, but we already talked about this. That's true. But that's your thing, though. Like, the little things. Yeah. It keeps you going. The little things. It's all about the little things, you know? And then blow those little things up to giant proportions. Speaking of which, I, uh, I've i already propositioned YouTube numerous times to create a YouTube show where I pay 
to have you flown to all the Ikeas, <laughs> all the biggest Ikeas in the world, and I just go with you to see your reactions to things. Proposition U2B. Yeah. I went to YouTube and was like, yo, hey, what if? It wouldn't cost a lot of money. Just me, Crendor, and a cameraman, maybe a sound <laughs> guy. We go around the world and we film a thing where it's just him taking me to Ikeas. <laughs> I've never been. I've never stepped foot in IKEA. I don't know a thing about IKEAs. He's the IKEA master. I can't Imagine believe you haven't gone show. to an IKEA. I haven't ever seen one. I've actually actually stand corrected. I've seen one. I've driven past it. Yeah. Never gone in. Yeah, the one where we were going to Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that one, and I was like, look at IKEA, and you're like, yeah, I, I'm, I haven't been there. And I'm still shocked. I, you know, I got stuff going on. You what? know, you know, I got stuff. You know, I got stuff going on. <laughs> Yeah, but you can buy furniture. Yeah, but I don't need furniture, and all the furniture I have bought, I bought at cl- places much closer to me. You can buy a stuffed animal. I don't need a stuffed animal. How do you know? If I want a stuffed animal, I will hold on to a pillow really tight. These stuffed animals are drawn by kids. Yeah, well, weren't we all kids at one point? Pillows were made by kids. Really, if you think about it, most, <laughs> most of the pillows we probably own were made by That's kids. That's true. Maybe not in America, but somewhere else. That is very true. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't even buy things. I look, think, but think about it. I don't buy stuff half the time I go there. More than half. The That's time. what I'm saying. You appreciate it on a fundamental level that I do not. I don't understand. Yeah, it's about the experience of the rooms, right? Clearly, it must be. Because there's clearly so many it must different be rooms, and you just go into a room, and you're like, you know, it's like I'm here. It's like if there's a bunch of different environments you could walk between. It's like a zoo, a people zoo. Yeah, it's like a people zoo. That is like the end of a really bad Twilight episode. Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> Not Twilight episode. That is, that's just bad to begin with. <laughs> like, it was a people zoo. There's a people zoo all along. Oh, God. Where are the animals? Where are the animals? There's like a giant yep. ass lion watching him with its kids. It's pride. Why is it called oh a pride God. of lions? Because they're prideful, I think. I don't think they are. What? Oh, now you're going to make me look this up. <laughs> Why is it called a pride of lions? It has to do something with royalty. They're regal. Yeah, they're regal and they're elevated. Uh, so the group is called a pride. Owls are associated with wisdom. So a group of owls is called a parliament. Monkeys form troops. Uh, many groups form herds. Crows are called a murder of crows. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because they're <laughs> dark and they symbolize death or something. You know. Yeah. Ask ask your emo friend. They'll know why. <laughs> they probably love crows. Ah, yes. The murder of crows. Flipping my long, luscious black hair. <laughs> murder of crows. Why, let me look in my book. The Necronomicon. You know what? Everyone needs a creepy friend like that. <laughs> the friend who's like, that's the friend who, when all hell breaks loose, they'll be like, don't worry. I've cast a spell of protection upon us. <laughs> we'll be okay. And Whatever you say, yeah, Azrael. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> is it working yet? Yeah. No, I mean, yes. They're uh, outside and they're trying to burn this house <laughs> down. Don't worry. My murder of crows house will is protect on fire. us. House is on fire. Uh, we got it. We're we're protected. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're protected, uh, My skin we're is good. melting. Skin is melting. Oh, I didn't mean from life. You're protected from a disastrous afterlife. Is what I meant. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Then it's How over. morbid. Um, My name is Azrael Mobius, <laughs> and you have just been pranked. <laughs> <laughs> he, like flies away. 
What 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 was going on there? <laughs> I have no idea what that little tangent the was, but I like the way it ended it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't need an explanation. Uh, no, I like the way it ended it. Dude, why does everybody go to brunch on Mother's Day? Uh it's like a good truthfully, I think it's like a good Hi mom, I love you so much. Oh, thank God she's gone. Now we can go someplace else. Why not breakfast? Well, because brunch is sort of like, you know, get a little tipsy, get a little hootsie-tootsie, if you know what I'm saying. It's better than breakfast, because you don't have to really hurry. That's true. I think I've it's always like, enjoyed brunch more than a breakfast. I have, too. I think brunch, it, it lets you include alcohol. Yeah. And that's that's where it's really at, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Breakfast and alcohol? God almighty. You get that mimosa? Oh, you can't even say the word mimosa without me immediately flashing back to Vegas and that old lady pouring orange <laughs> juice and, and <laughs> champagne all over the table. I'll never forget her. As long as I... She may be dead now. I don't know. It's been years. Wait. But I will never forget her. She will go to the grave with me. I don't think I heard this story. Uh, Years ago at Evo, you had to have. I'm sure we talked about this. Years ago at Evo, one I think the final day we woke up really early and went to one of the many buffets they have for breakfast. And it was a Sunday brunch buffet. And it was basically, you pay for the food, and then you get all the mimosas you can drink. Whoa. So we were just like, we are in. Let's <laughs> do this. And so we might have eaten, I don't know, less than a plate. Like, not even a real amount of food. Yeah. But we just sat there for two hours drinking mimosas. <laughs> wasted. But the reason why is because our waitress was... I'm going to say 80 years old. I don't know. She could have been a Vegas 40. I have no clue yeah. how old she really was. <laughs> pin she the was, skin back. She was old and shaking. Like, like she just, it was, everything was too heavy for her. And so as she kept trying to pour the champagne, she'd shake it and pour all over the table. <laughs> and it was, it was an experience. And I'll never forget this one because she tried so hard, even though it was like, why are you working? You shouldn't have to work. She would not give up. And she kept pouring and pouring, and we kept being like, more champagne. And eventually she came over with a pitcher and a bottle and left it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> we just drank. These goddamn alcoholics. <laughs> she really she really did. She was like, oh, god damn it. God, that was 2013. That was years ago. Yeah, it was four years. And I, st I still remember it. I still remember it fresh in my head. She will, she will go to the grave with me. That's like cornbread lady. Uh, cornbread lady, man. That's also like a base lady that we the, the, this time the base lady that we met. <laughs> oh yeah, base lady. She's like, yeah. Uh, so what do you want on your base? Everyone's just like, what? <laughs> you know your base. <laughs> we were at a base? seafood restaurant for people who don't understand. Yeah. We 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 assumed uh, she was talking about like my base guitar, home base, uh, my military base. No, your base. You mean bass? No, your base. Finish. No, 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 base. The fact that she said it, and all of us began to question everything. Just because she worked at a seafood <laughs> restaurant, we thought we were wrong. Yeah, so she works here. She's got to know how it is. Yeah, she, I mean, she has to know how it's supposed to be said, right? Yeah. Maybe we're the wrong ones. Yeah, we we almost got, like, gaslit by that woman. <laughs> we were just like, oh, everything I know is wrong. It's Meanwhile, all lies. I think it was Mathis who ordered it, and then the, he didn't even get, he, they didn't even give him it. Oh, they didn't even give it to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> they right. They gave him something totally different. That's absolutely right. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I like people. <laughs> Dude, I love people, people. I like meeting people, old, young, just weird people. The weirder you are, the more I enjoy meeting you and just being like, you know what? Earth is a splendid thing. 
Yeah. We're all beautiful creatures in our own way. Like half the fun of living is just meeting the people or just, you know, people watching at a place like the goober people. Oh, it's all man, about the, the people. goober people. This really should just be called our best of episode. Because so <laughs> far we're just like, remember that funny thing that happened? This is like our midlife crisis episode. Yeah, I'm about to go get my, what is that cool sports car? My Bugatti Veyron and drive off with my uh, teenage Great. girlfriend. Right. Named Candy Kane. Candy Kane. Yeah, Candy Kane. <laughs> K-A-N-E. She's not, it's not like a stripper name. It's a real name. Her parents just named her very unfortunately. Yeah. It's not my fault. She's, she's just that old old woman reincarnated. Yeah. We're just going through s- s- something right now. We just need to go out and buy a nice car and try to recapture our, our, our lives, is what we're saying yeah. to you. See yeah. yeah the thing it's is. not weird. It's not weird, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's not weird. You're weird. Yeah, it's not weird. You're, you're weirdo <laughs> for listening to it. Get out of here. Yeah, it reminds me, today we went, we were getting something at Target, and then this guy was walking down the aisle, and he was like, highly skeptical. What? <laughs> yeah, he just said that out loud. He, like, walked away from somebody in an aisle, and then in the middle of, like, the main aisle, he's like, highly skeptical. And I was like, what's he highly was skeptical about? Was he on the phone? About? No, yeah, he was, was talking to the person, like, in an aisle that he was walking away from. But he wasn't looking at them. He said it very loud, and he's just he's just walking away from him. He's just said highly skeptical, really loud. And I was like, "What's he skeptical about?" What do you think the odds of him being a scientist are? <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe one in a million. Yeah, maybe. maybe one in. I'd put it one in half a million. I don't know many people who say highly skeptical. I know I can't even say the word myself. Apparently, <laughs> I. <laughs> Maybe he was being joking, like highly skeptical. No, no, no. It wasn't a joke. No joke. So he, he said it with intent, yeah. which means either they were having a very philosophical discussion or he saw a price that was like four ninety nine for three and he was like, oh, highly skeptical and went to go <laughs> ask if that was the real price or someone moved the, yeah. the price information. It, it's got to be something like that. That's what I said. I thought he was like looking at some products or something and... They were looking at the ingredients, like, this thing's got gluten in it. And he's like, highly skeptical. <laughs> That's what, what I thought. <laughs> when I hear certain things have gluten, I, t- I tend to be like, no. So possibly he could have read that, I don't know, cherries have gluten or something. And he was like, highly skeptical. Although this then he was, went to go uh, find out. This was near the, like, cleaning supplies. Well, if... Laundry detergent has gluten, then I would be with him. I'd be like, highly skeptical. <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> Laundry probably... detergent, now with gluten. <laughs> now I understand this guy. That's like the other guy. Oh it. my god, there's this other guy in Target. This was like like a year ago, but I just okay. it just triggered my memory. And I was like, in the other aisle behind him, how you can kind of hear people in the aisle behind you. And he was on the phone, and he was like, Ryan, all right? Ryan, this is how he talked. He's like Ryan, the guy, the guy Ryan. All right, this guy, he was a, he was a moron. He was a moron, Ryan. And I, hold on, I'm breaking up. Hold on, I'm hello, hello, yeah, hello. I, All right, I feel like yeah. Ryan was Any, Ryan was I, done with that conversation. Anyway, Ryan, the, the, the oh, guy was a moron, Ryan. You don't you don't even know he was a moron. He had that that kind of just douchey rich person like talking tone i don't know what it's called but he's like Ugh. he had that going oh of course yeah 
and he really Thunder didn't Smith. like. What are you? Yeah, yeah. He really didn't like the about. guy, but he wanted to tell Ryan. Ryan, he was a moron. Just the worst, Ryan. <laughs> but it's such a fun voice to do, and that's all I could keep I thinking. I know. But Pardon me. <laughs> do you have any gray poupon, Ryan? <laughs> what? <laughs> what voice? I like what to voice think that's that? Ryan. Yeah, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Ryan. Yeah, I'm the one that kills people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm Ryan. All right. Sounds like fun. But is that like one of those things where you just train yourself to talk like that? Or maybe you get you grow up in a family that talks like that and it rubs off on you? I have no clue. Why would anyone... Uh, you know what? I think it's that 1910, 1920s rich guy talk. So maybe if you're, if you're old money, your family still talks like that? Yeah, maybe he's old money. Like, I, I don't, I've never set foot in Harvard, but I imagine there's a lot of that. Yeah. Welcome to Harvard, boys. Today we're going to teach you how to lord your money over <laughs> everyone else. Harvard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't even need to get an A. We'll give you an A anyway if you just donate to the school. Dude, Harvard? <laughs> I feel like Harvard, you don't even go to school. You just learn how to get pushed into some, like, crazy Illuminati thing. That is what I imagine, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> I... Want to be in a crazy Illuminati thing. As far as I can tell, it's just like weird occult shit, orgies, and like crazy mask parties, and I want in. Yeah, they probably got like the lion pride party. Everyone wears the lion oh mask, and then the main guy yes. has a mane or something. Yes! Oh! <laughs> Wouldn't that be so much fun? Yeah. Oh, that's all I want to do. And you that's just, all I want to do. I just want to go to that. Even if Look. I can just watch it. I just want to see it. <laughs> that's one of those things where if you see it, they'll probably kill you. Yeah, you have to be Unless a part, part of it. You have yeah. to put the mask on, and you have to go to the party. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. That's what I'm saying. I know it'd be fun. <laughs> lion orgies are all the rage. <laughs> Occultist lion orgies. Ryan. I love them. Last year's Ryan, or- <laughs> Ryan orgy. Oh <laughs> Ryan or- we all dressed up like Ryan, and then we had an orgy. It was fantastic. <laughs> Ryan, you'll never believe <laughs> we had a Ryan orgy. We all dressed up like you. <laughs> He's just like, uh, but why wasn't why wasn't I invited? <laughs> You're a servant, Ryan. <laughs> don't for, don't forget to park the car when you get home. It's my car. It better not uh, have scratches on it. Yes, ma- yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> it's like Sam when he sneezes. You ever hear Sam sneeze? He is the most no. generic. Sneeze, and he's trained he himself. Oh, chew. Yeah, he goes. Get out of town. Ah, chew. What? Yeah. What? Next time you hear him sneeze, he does. That. He doesn't what he sneeze does. in front of me. He doesn't do a lot of things in front of us because I think he sees that as a sign of weakness. Yeah, he probably does. He's he's just like ah, chew, and I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? And he's like, I sneezed, and I was like, that's the most stereotypical generic sneeze I've ever heard. That's not a real sneeze. A real sneeze. That's like is someone like, reading the word a chew off a piece of paper. A chew. Yeah, and I'm I know that he probably did that in like in some probably when he was like seventeen. You know what it was? It's like I was saying earlier. In high school, he was trying to see vaginas, yeah. and he didn't want to be called out for being a weirdo. Not being like, his old, sneeze, his old sneeze was probably like, <laughs> yeah. And so he just kind of was like, achoo, 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 achoo. That's like uh, I had an old teacher who said that it was impolite to yawn. So if we had to yawn, clench our teeth and yawn. <laughs> so I can yawn without opening my mouth. So there's times where I've been in conversation <laughs> with people and just be like, 
How do you- Super bored and just- I just tried to do it, but I realized that no one can see us, so... <laughs> just watch me do it, alright? Just, guys, watch me do it right now. <laughs> mm, I'm done yawning. How do you- Yeah. It doesn't feel as satisfying. It isn't as satisfying. If anything, it's- it, it, it builds up inside of you until one day you explode. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like there's a slight yawn still stuck in you. Yeah, oh yeah, you don't have- it, you don't have the stretch. Of the like the mouth stretch of like, oh, I'm so effing tired, right? Yeah, you don't it's, have that. It's no, instead you're just like, I promise one day I will kill all of you. <laughs> you have that. That's what you get. Sometimes I've tried to yawn out like out the side of my mouth, where it kind of looks like you're not yawning, and it's more just like a weird breathing. Like, but it it still doesn't feel good. You need the full yeah, on I, yawn. I just wish people would not immediately associate yawning with being rude. It's not rude to yawn. Just what you're saying is really boring. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here listening to you because I respect you, but at the same time, I'm tired and it's boring me. But I'm going to stay here because I respect you as a person. That's what we're saying. Oh, my God. Yes. Dr. Phil. Uh-oh. All right. Yesterday, put on Dr. Phil. It's like 4 in the morning. Dr. Okay. Phil's on the Oprah Network, and he's talking to these two people. Or no, three people. Two daughters and a mom. I think it was for Mother's Day. And it was okay. like, mom is overbearing or something. And the one girl's like, I got a divorce, but my mother still likes my ex-husband's side of the family. And the mother's like, they're very nice people. I like them. And Dr. Phil's like, you gotta take side. Either you go with your daughter or you go with the other side of the family. But I think your daughter'd like to be on, you know, she'd like you to be with her. And I was like, yeah, but what if her daughter's a, a douchebag? Maybe the other guy, maybe the other people are cool. Maybe they had lion orgies. Yeah, we don't... We, <laughs> I mean, we don't know how that relationship ended. Yeah. And then... Like, clearly, clearly, if I can deduce stuff here, a parent would never side with someone who, like, broke their child's heart, right? Like, yeah. that would never happen. So I feel like maybe she did something to him... And so the mom's like, well, look, you're your own mess. I'm going to be friends with this person over here because, like, they seem cool. You work your shit out and we'll talk later. I feel like that's the situation, but I don't know. Here's the thing, though. They all looked kind of like Hollywood. You know that Hollywood look they got where it's like they try to just pin their face back, but with, you know, whatever they can use, like makeup and surgery, just all the crazy shit. Like, look, you, you gotta look, look good for the lion orgies. Yep. I'm okay with it. You look at the. You make yourself look however <laughs> much. Mom, she, like her face looked like it was 18, and then you look down at her neck, and it was just like 50. And it was just all wrinkled, and I was like, what? And then her hands. Her hands also looked 50. It was just, it was weird because it's like a, it's a weird like detachment. It's like a Mr. Potato Head. You're like swapping parts hey, and shit. All I'm saying is, look, mom, I'd still hit that. <laughs> but here's the thing: story's not even over. You can keep going. All three of them. All three of them call me. So it gets to the end of the show. It seems like they're all single, so I feel like they got a chance. <laughs> yeah, they are, they're all single. Uh, gets to the end of the show. And he's like, you know, we had the three women. Uh, you can see they're on a show. This new show coming to the CW. And I was like, what? Never mind. I don't, I, get I don't want anything to do with them. I felt like I got played. What's the show called? I don't even remember. It was just some reality show thing. And he's like, you can catch him on the CW this fall in the middle. And I was like, so what? they came on this show probably to just promote their shit. 
and they probably just made up some dumb story. I guarantee that's what it is. Guarantee that's what it is. Oh, now I gotta look this up. Kim Richards? Is that a person? One of them had a name that was similar to Ashley. It was like Tashley. Or Tasley. It was a weird name. Dr. Phil Tasley? Something like Tashley. Tashley. What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing right now? (laughs) I don't know. Well, then let's go to Chopper Cover 7 in the sky with Crendor. Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Hey, how's it going? Traffic out here today is not too shabby. It is uh, looking pretty good because Mother's Day's over. It's getting hotter outside. Everybody wants to go to the beach. Beach, let's go get away. Um, they are also trying to get to vacation spots. So the uh, traffic heading to those spots, such as Hawaii, is backed up. The Hawaiian roads are clogged. But if you look up to uh, the north and midwest... Uh, it looks like people are also leaving their houses to go on vacation. Uh, and it looks like they're trying to get to warmer places. So uh, if you live in a warmer place normally, I'd say uh, you're going to have bad traffic probably for another five, four or five months minimum. Minimum four or five months. Uh, I'm going to call this Traffic Storm Herald. Uh, so beware Traffic Storm Herald. We'll keep a watch on Traffic Storm Herald to really just make sure you're safe out there. And don't forget sunscreen. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. Crendor, how's the weather? Uh, weather's looking pretty good. Whoppy. Whoppy activated. F V A F V A V A C Palmyra Valle del Colombia. Whoa, Colombia. Palmyra, Colombia. 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 72 degrees. Fahrenheit, UV index, 0 of 10, next 36 hours, tonight, showers, low, 69 degrees Fahrenheit, 50% chance rain, Monday, 80% chance rain, 84 degrees Fahrenheit, Monday night, 69 degrees, 80% chance rain. That's the weather. I like the fact that he started rhyming there a little bit. Yeah, he is actually starting to rhyme. He, it's a new program. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, it, it detects the words, and then it finds words that rhyme more often, and he tries to use those. Well, what if it doesn't make sense, though? That's just probably just, you know, coding issues, ah. coding bugs. Yeah, of course. You got to swat the bugs. Uh, yeah, we keep yeah, tweaking yeah, yeah, yeah. it until we can get it's a like full-on IBM. rhyme rap. Yeah, it's, it's like, like IBM. IBM. You got to swat the bugs. <laughs> yeah, you got to swat the bugs. Yep. All right. Well, let's go to the sports desk. What's going on, sports? Sports! We got some intense NHL action. It's down to the final four. You got Anaheim. You got Nashville. You got Pittsburgh. And you got Ottawa. This is the first time a Canadian team's been back to like the final four in a long ass time. I think the Canadians got pretty close, but even that's like, you know, Ottawa actually beat Pittsburgh yesterday in overtime. I saw. Yeah, so Ottawa's up 1-0. Ottawa. I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be a close series. It's going to be. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to come down to whoever gets their pucks into the net. 
You got to get the puck in the net. You got to get guys in front of the net. You got to block it with guys. You got to get the deflections, knock it in the net. You need a good forecheck. You need a good back check. You need a good stick. You get a stick in there. You try to move it around. You get the. You need to win faceoffs. I can't. I can't stress this enough. Win your faceoffs. You get your stick in there. You win it back. That's gonna be a huge game decider. Twenty-eight percent of teams that lose have lost the faceoff battle. Got to get your stick in there. That is true. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> you got to get your stick in. Got to get your stick all up in there. <laughs> Over in basketball, it's uh, you know. Just as boring as it ever was because it's the same teams again. We have awesome. the Spurs Great. and the Golden State Warriors for, I think, the uh, 15th year in a row. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers still waiting. So they're literally just the same teams. But there are two different teams, and that's Boston and Washington. I'm just rooting for Boston or Washington, whoever wins Game 7, which is tomorrow. So that should be some crazy stuff. Probably uh, hoping, hoping Boston. And then uh, baseball's going, but we got like 150 games to go, so it doesn't really matter. All right. Well, let's move on to our big news story of the day. I have a story for you before we start. Okay. Nightmare House, Zillow listing tells buyers, don't ask about mysterious occupants upstairs. Wait. Let me repeat that for you. Nightmare House, Zillow listing tells buyers, don't ask about mysterious occupant upstairs. Before we even get into this, I got questions. <laughs> Zillow is a, is a like online website. Yeah, they're where like you for can look the, at houses. And stuff. The house, yeah. Did they write this, or are they? Uh, just... I believe the bo- the seller wrote this. Okay, so, okay, I got you. And then now I've been on Zillow since, and I cannot for the life of me find this actual listing, but I can find the house. Okay. So the house exists there, so you can see what the house looks like. But I cannot find the listing anymore. Okay. All right, continue, continue. A recent house listing on Zillow in South Carolina is gaining attention for its mysterious occupant upstairs that agents are telling potential buyers don't bother asking about. The occupant is living upstairs rent-free. Should someone come by the home in Casey, uh, which is near the city of Columbia, the person assumes responsibility for the tenant upstairs. It specifically states, Upstairs apartment cannot be shown under any circumstances. Buyer assumes responsibility for the month-to-month tenancy of the upstairs apartment. Occupant has never paid, and no security deposit is being held, but there is a lease in place. Yes, it doesn't make sense. Please don't bother asking. What? The single-family home appears to be a diamond in the rough, as the listing states a two-bedroom house with a separate cottage. The property is being sold as is, with no repairs, no cleanup, no warranties expressed or implied. According to the Post, there is a mysterious tenant who lives upstairs from you and will never pay rent... And the owner has never seen them. So I went to the listing. Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. But instead, uh, I have this for you, which is this is the house. As you can see it on Zillow. Interesting. Okay. Now, look at those photos and tell me this isn't a murder house. Oh, my Jesus. Everyone like, is. It's like they didn't even clean up after the murder. That's what I'm saying. They say do not. You cannot expect them to clean. They will not move anything. It's as is. So that a cra- that's a crack den. Please note. <laughs> okay. There is the ceiling on one of the rooms is like dripping something, <laughs> probably blood from the apartment above. Right. There is immense damage everywhere. If you click far enough, you see a kitchen that looks like it has just poop on the ground. Mm-hmm. You see a bathroom that I'm pretty sure that is blood in the shower. All right, hold on, hold on. I gotta. 
Which I'm pictures? pretty sure that's blood. I'm pretty sure which, that's blood. Which in the picture shower. is that? Thirteen of twenty-five. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a no doubter. That is straight up just like nothing stains like that. That's yeah, that blood. is especially in the shower. Then you keep scrolling, and then you eventually get to sixteen of twenty-five. Wait, hold on, go back the, to the go back to the towel or the the shower. There's a towel. Yeah. All right. Is that a Gatorade towel? That is definitely a Gatorade <laughs> towel. All right, just clarifying. <laughs> Gatorade, it gets the blood out of the shower. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next photo is. It looks like where you would the granny like the granny ghost would get you. Yeah, that's a granny. Like, that's ghost. a granny ghost. That's a. The next photo is straight up just a washer and dryer covered with crap. Yeah, and the dryer's like drying tube is just destroyed. And the next photo is the back stairs that lead up to the apartment. Yeah. Where this person lives. Here's the crazy thing. The next photo is the door to that apartment. Yeah. That thing is where haunted ghosts go to die. This is like (laughs) the portal to hell. Yeah, that is no doubt the portal to hell. There's a cap there's a reverse Captain Morgan. Uh, poster over the window. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just noticed that. I they went up there to go take a photo. Does anyone live there? There's even they everything have a about this security is sticker. Like, hey, this is secured. Everything about this is horrifying. And the door frames breaking. The the back guest house looks like it is a hellscape. There's clearly a motorcycle there. The motorcycle might be worth the price. Yeah. They're going to leave it. It looks brand new. And then, then you go back to the house, and there's a whole other thing. Like another Ooh. house. The there's yellow that back wall? house. And then, yeah, this is like uh, yeah. the murder area. This place is terrifying. Simply, ter- they want $155,000 for this. No. The thing is, right, if you look at it from the front, it doesn't even look that bad. And then everything else looks completely awful. The crazy thing about this is, in Casey, the average home price is $100,000. This home is going for $150,000. <laughs> I guess in Casey, if you want a little murder with your home, this is the place. Like, it, it costs a little more to get murdered. Who do you think lives upstairs? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know that we have the answers to this. Hold on. Oh, uh, shit. Store, the real story. Hold on. I'm what? linking it. It says the real story. The real story behind South Carolina's Nightmare House. <laughs> who is this guy? I don't know. Is he the guy who lives there? Tenant on Nightmare House on his artwork and career. Upstairs apartment cannot be shown under any circumstances, the listing read. Buyer assumes responsibility for month. Okay, we know that. Yeah. The add-on home listing service Zillow went viral. It became the service's most shared listing of 2017. It's a Nightmare House, creepy house. Okay, okay. In reality, the man in the upstairs apartment is anything but creepy. His name is Randall Miss Kissick. Kissick. <laughs> A once world-renowned artist and illustrator who has fallen on hard times. A father of two loving daughters and grandfather to a precious red-haired grandson. The house contains no nightmares, just the artist and his three cats. It is untidy. <laughs> I'm not a housekeeper or a yard keeper, McKissick said. McKissick is five foot five, weighs 135 pounds, with flowing white hair and beard. A warm and friendly demeanor. He loves Elvis Presley and James Brown, saying, I would kiss them on the mouth. <laughs> what? He wrote a Harley Davidson Chopper, oh, customized by television personality and designer Jesse James. That's why it looks so good. Oh, shit. Until he broke the key off of the ignition six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his three cats almost as much as his art and family. Animals are truer than people, he said. Oh, shit. He's a sensitive genius who once was at the pinnacle of his profession with illustrations and paintings in museums, galleries, private collections, and corporate headquarters around the world. Wow. 
Uh, but now, after a series of setbacks, beginning with emergence of computer graphics and continuing to a divorce and eviction, a series of thefts and age-related challenges, <laughs> what? Ms. Uh, McKissick has lost the spark for painting. He suffers from anxiety, a malady he has battled since childhood, and increasingly, he has trouble focusing, his mind wonders. I'm not 70, he says, sitting in a rickety dining room chair and otherwise empty downstairs room. I'm 18 in my mind, and I cry like a baby. Basically, he's a genius. Yeah, he's a crazy genius. He and his wife, Jean, moved to Irmo, began a freelancing career, then he got a divorce, and he's been on hard times. Basically, he's just, like, the coolest dude but because the house looks like a murder site, <laughs> like, dude, look at this guy. He's actually like a really good artist. Get out of town. Yeah. Get out of town. He's got some crazy ass paintings. One's we zebras. learned a lot today. Yeah. Oh my god. I need to go. I need to go look up his art. He looks like a. Whoa! He does have art everywhere. Look at his art. It's like real art. Wait, real? Oh, I gotta see this now. Like it's like real artwork. Oh, whoa! It is. Like, real art, not like that fake bullshit art. Yeah, like shit you'll see in, like, people, rich people hang up. Look at this guy. Good on him. He just wants to paint again. That's all he wants. He just wants to paint again? I want to help this man paint. I want to help this man paint. I should have bought this house. (laughs) You should have bought the house. Oh, man, he would have helped me. I would have really looked after this guy. Yeah. I would have cleaned up. I would have cleaned up and been like, bro, I got you. I would have made him an artist star again. So jealous. So And he's just so living in a jealous. murder shack upstairs. <laughs> he loves Captain Morgan. <laughs> he loves Captain Morgan. Shit, what artist dude. doesn't love Captain Morgan? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> true. Um, well, I feel like we learned something valuable here today. Don't judge a murder house by its looks. Yeah. It could be an artist. Yeah. Who wants to murder you with I inspiration. Bet, I bet he was just painting in the shower. He's an artist. Artists do crazy things. With blood. I'd like this to be one of those stories where this is like every good horror movie. Yeah. Where halfway through they're like, oh, it wasn't Murder House, it was just this crazy artist. And then it's like, but the artist paints with body parts. (laughs) Yeah, that's why he doesn't leave. He just says he's got anxiety, but he doesn't. Yeah, no, he kills people in there. uh, (laughs) No doubter. I think we, I mean, that's a great story. I don't know that we can do better. Yeah. uh, You discovered something magical here. Yeah, we went. And that was like a full-on story. Like we we had the mystery, we had the crazy article, we had the mystery, we had the yeah. like the the solved mystery. We Scooby Gang the hell out of this. Yeah. Wow, we're good. I'm at proud this. of us. Yeah, I think it's all that's all I got. Great, cool. Well, then that's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to rate us on the iTunes and everywhere else. Rate us and good ratings. Yeah, give us give us good ratings, and we will see you next time. And as always, to be continued.